Anyway, I'm going to pray for Emma as she comes up, and she's just going to share with us a few things. Is that all right? That's good. Come on up. Father, I want to thank you for Emma. I want to thank you for what you've laid on her heart. And Lord, I pray that the words that come out of her mouth, we know will be directly from you, Father. And just pray for her now that you give her your confidence and uh, your words now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As a lot of you will know, my sister has juvenile idiopathic arthritis in all of her joints. A passage that has been given to her on many occasions is Romans 5, 1-5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. There is so much that you could take out of this verse, but I just wanted to focus on the idea of how suffering can affect who you are. The verse says we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. This message shows us that it is the experiences we go through, whether they are good or bad, that can affect, change, and strengthen who we are. This can be through our faith, it can be physically or mentally, but it all comes down to a change in our character and identity, who we are. According to the Oxford Dictionary, your character is the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. I think it's important to stress that this is in the present. It's not how we used to feel or what we used to do, or what we might feel and might do, it is how we feel now and what we do now. Yes, it is the past that affects these moral and mental qualities, but it is so easy for people to cling on to what they have done and feel guilty for something that they have no effect over, or for someone to bring up something from the past and not let people move on. But we can't live our lives in the past, and we can't live our lives worrying about the future. We have to live our lives in the present with what we have now, So the only thing we can do is use our past experiences to shape how we act positively and use our goals and aspirations for the future to work out our next step. We have all made mistakes, but they will never change the way that God feels about us. As it says in Romans 5 verse 8, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were all sinners, Christ died for us. And as Christians, this is another part of our identity. In today's society, it is so hard to remember how much we are loved and how important we are. There are so many other influences that can change how we think. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. But are we so surrounded by these influences that it is now easier to just be corrupted? Social media says you will never be good enough. Social media says you need human approval. Social media says they are better than you. School says you must be academic. Science says you are an accident. Stress says you will never succeed. These are the opinions that we are taught and these are the opinions we choose to take on board. And it's because of this noise that so many people, especially teenagers, are struggling to find themselves, know who they are in Christ and love themselves for who they are. Often pressures from society make us doubt our self-beliefs. 
We can believe in God's reality, but not in his love for our individuality. But to me, that doesn't make sense. See, how can we be so good for nothing and empty when I am told God's love is with me? Well, quite simply, I am just doubting my identity. Psalm 139, verse 13 and 14 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. We aren't an accident. We are fearfully and wonderfully made, each unique, each an immensely incredible individual. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you, Emma. Um, Yeah, I believe there was a real message there. A real message there. And um, it is so hard, isn't it? To actually, to actually think that God loves us so much that he sent his son, but we feel so inadequate about whatever is going on in our own lives. But God loves the individual. He loves every single one of us. And it's very, very difficult in society today to actually know that Jesus loves us so much when we've got everybody else telling us that we're not worthy or you've got to do this or you've got to achieve that. And being good British people, we buy into that. We buy into the, do you know what, I haven't got the best grades. And we buy into, I don't look as gorgeous as the last Instagram picture I've just looked at of a friend who's totally faked it, by the way. Just want to say that. Look at my selfies, goodness me. There's no faking that. But it's so difficult, isn't it? And, and I suppose especially we're speaking here to, about young people, but uh, for the older generation, there will be those pressures as well of, of whatever it might be. I don't know because I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, just observe what goes on in the office with the boss. Anyway, um, but there are different pressures that each one of us has, but it's actually knowing that Jesus Christ loves us as those individuals, especially, as, as Emma said, fearfully and wonderfully made. And there was one part there you, you talked about, the company we keep. Really important, the company we keep. And it, it, I, I just uh, had a psalm that came to me, and, I, and it's Psalm 1. It said, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. We have to be really careful of what we see, who we hang out with, people at work, wherever it might be at school. If they're dragging you down, Move away from them. Move away from them. And take the fact that Jesus Christ loves you for who you are. Fearfully and wonderfully made. I might have messed up this body. But I'm still fearfully and wonderfully made. Oi. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. How, 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 how our bodies mend is amazing. If you even look into a broken bone... Within 24 hours, the bone is repairing itself by these tiny little 
um, almost like grappling hooks and ropes going over from each bone to each bone, meshing together. It's amazing because I know because I've broken quite a few. Um, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we need to know that in our lives because I don't think we do. We don't walk around going, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. We actually probably walk around going, I'm a bit fearful of what people are thinking of me right now on how I look or how I've just presented that or how I've done something. So we need to know that we worship a king who loves us, who died for us.